Section 110 of Childhood's Favorites and Fairy Stories. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This recording by Anna Roberts. Childhood's Favorites and Fairy Stories by Various Authors. Section 110. The Chameleon, a Fable, from M. de Lamotte. Oft it has been my lot to mark a proud, conceited, talking spark, with eyes that hardly served at most to guard their master against a post, yet round the world the blade has been to see whatever could be seen, returning from his finished tour, grown ten times perder than before, whatever word you chance to drop, the travelled fool your mouth will stop. Sir, if my judgment you'll allow, I've seen, and sure I ought to know." so begs you'd pay a due submission, and acquiesce in his decision. Two travellers of such a cast, as o'er Arabia's wilds they passed, and on their way in friendly chat, now talked of this, and then of that, discoursed a while, amongst other matter, of the chameleon's form and nature. A stranger animal, cries one, sure never lived beneath the sun. A lizard's body, lean and long, a fish's head, a serpent's tongue, its foot with triple claw disjoined, and what a length of tail behind! How slow its pace, and then its hue, who ever saw so fine a blue? Hold there, the other quick replies, tis green, I saw it with these eyes, as late with open mouth it lay, and warmed it in the sunny ray. Stretched at its ease, the beast I viewed, and saw it eat the air for food. I've seen it, sir, as well as you, and must again affirm it blue. At leisure I the beast surveyed, extending in the cooling shade. "'Tis green, tis green, sir, I assure ye. "'Green!' cries the other, in a fury. "'Why, sir, do you think I've lost my eyes?' "'Twere no great loss,' the friend replies, "'for if they always serve you thus, you'll find them of but little use.' So high at last the contest rose, from words they almost came to blows, when luckily came by a third— to him the question they referred, and begged he'd tell him if he knew whether the thing was green or blue. "'Sirs,' cries the umpire, "'cease your pother. The creature's neither one nor t'other. I caught the animal last night, and viewed it o'er by candlelight. I marked it well, t'was black as jet. You stare, but, sirs, I've got it yet, and can produce it. Pray, sir, do. I'll lay my life the thing is blue.' and I'll be sworn that when you've seen the reptile you'll pronounce him green. Well then, at once to ease the doubt, replies the man, I'll turn him out, and when before your eyes I've set him, if you don't find him black, I'll eat him. He said, then full before their sight produced the beast, and lo, t'was white. Both stared, the man looked wondrous wise. My children, the chameleon cries, then first the creature found a tongue, you are all right, and all are wrong. When next you talk of what you view, think others see as well as you, nor wonder if you find that none prefers your eyesight to his own. James Merrick End of section 110